welcome to the Burned Out to Badass podcast. My name is Ellen Shinky at Coach Ellen on Instagram, and this is my monthly podcast where I am committed to giving you short, no BS episodes to help you, the busy, burned out professional and entrepreneur, find your balance and take back your life from burnout. Let's do this. Welcome back to Burned Out to Badass. I am really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. This notion of, is it worth your happiness? And that might sound a little heavy, but I just kind of want this to be that like gut check moment where we really call into the question a lot of the things we're telling ourselves about why we quote unquote have to do the things that we have to do in our lives. That's really what this episode's about. And it's something that... You know, it's one of those ideas that I came up with when I was out walking, when I was thinking about some of the decisions I was making, some of the things that I was telling myself about what I have to do, and how some of those things really aren't true. Before we get into it, I want to let you know, because I have so many questions and interests that come up about Notion, about my Notion systems. Heck, I just whipped up a customized Notion system for one of my one-on-one coaching clients last night. So I want to let you know that there are a couple options to get you started with Notion that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg, that aren't as expensive as that ultimate Notion digital planner, which I'm obsessed with and I think is amazing, but I also know isn't for everybody. So I want to let you know I did create a simplified Notion planner for somebody who just wants to get started simple, which you can check out on my website. And I also set up a Notion systems audit for those that want that more customized Notion experience, but really aren't sure how to build it themselves. So again, head to coachellen.com. I've got a whole Notion page on my website, a whole Notion folder. So if you want some help with that, definitely check that out and let me know if you've got any questions. But let's go ahead and let's get into this topic for today. And honestly, this is one where I don't know how long this episode is going to be because the point I want to make is relatively simple. It's relatively concise. The point I want to make and the thing I want to ask is this. I'm going to anticipate that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a high achiever. You are a high performer. You have a lot on your plate and you probably put a lot on your plate. Yeah, that's a lot of the people that I work with fall into that category. A lot of the people that are any sort of drawn to me and the work that I do fall into that category. But I want to ask you this. Is all the striving, the pushing through, the quote-unquote discipline you are asking of yourself, the forcing yourself to show up, is all of that worth it? Is it all worth your happiness? And I want to ask that because you might, hear me say that and you say, well, Ellen, it makes me the best version of myself I can be. I am not arguing that at all. I am not arguing with, you know, self-improvement is something I love and something I relish and something I really, really enjoy. Absolutely. But there is a difference between self-improvement and personal growth and perfection seeking. And I think a lot of us, and I, I say this as somebody who is so, so guilty of this, I think a lot of us aren't striving for personal growth. We're striving for perfection. I think I, in a lot of ways, struggle with this. I want, I'm a Enneagram 3. And Enneagram 3s, whether we like it or not, we are very externally validated. We want to be seen in a certain way. We want our image to be a certain thing. And 
I don't know about any other Enneagram 3s, but for me, sometimes that manifests as I want you to see me as perfect. I want you to see me as having the perfect schedule. I want to use my time perfectly. I want to have the perfect workout routine. I want to have the perfect level of health. It's all this striving that I am imposing upon myself because if I see myself in a certain way, which frankly, let's be honest, it's never going to happen. Other people are going to see myself that way as well, right? And I think some of the what's happened for me at the beginning of this year is there has been a shift that has happened to just kind of being softer with myself. I used to get so frustrated and upset with myself. If I had any extra time in my day that I, you know, spent watching Netflix or swiping on my phone and I didn't get tasks done. Like I have tasks on my to-do list that are undone and yet I know I didn't work as much as I could have worked that day. I would get so frustrated with myself. I would get so frustrated with myself if I missed a workout and didn't work out six days a week for 30 to 45 minutes every single day, which really still isn't that much. But I would get so frustrated with myself. You're not committed. You're not dedicated. You don't want the things you say you want. I used to have these vision boards, and I feel like every woman has probably fallen victim to this. Men too, but I definitely think it's something that women do perhaps more. I had these vision boards with these kind of super skinny, super ripped fitness models or just model models. Actually, I probably stopped doing models for a while because I'm five foot four and short and stocky and I'm never going to look like a Victoria's Secret model. I gave up on that aspiration because it's not even physically possible for my body type. But I would still fall victim to, you know, having these like CrossFit women on my vision board for how I wanted my body to look and beating myself up when I had a freaking Girl Scout cookie or a glass of wine or I skipped a workout. And I think the reason why that shift happened is I've read so many books to start this year that have really been centered around the notion of slowing down, of doing less, of embracing and accepting doing nothing. And it has really resonated with me. I realized that, you know, I've been pursuing these ideals of mine, this perfectionistic, oh, I check everything off my to-do list every day. What are you talking about? Inbox zero. I never miss a workout. I'm, you know, 15% body fat. I've had these ideals in my head for so long. And I think what I came to realize is that shit doesn't make me happy. And frankly, do I really want to build my life around people, whether that's friendships, you know, followers, significant others that like me because of those things and don't like me just because of me. In a nutshell, the realization was chasing all of those ideals, disciplining myself into submission, frankly, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't adding anything to my life except constantly making me feel like I wasn't doing enough. The book I read, one of the books, one of the many, if you want my reading list from earlier this year, please let me know. I will share it with you. I, but I read a book called The Art of Doing Nothing. And so much of the theme of that book was surrender, accept, detach. Surrender, accept, detach. 
detach from the outcomes, which is hard for me as an Enneagram 3, but detach yourself. Detach yourself from what people think and focus more on what you think. Accept what you are willing to give and don't constantly berate yourself for doing less. Like, are you any less worthy because you decided to watch a movie last night instead of working until you went to bed? No, you're not, right? Sorry, I hit a key on my computer and it was spazzing out there for a second. I didn't realize it, but I got distracted by it. Um, But surrender, accept, detach. Surrender to the fact, and this has been a huge realization for me, that there will literally always be more shit you can do. Always. There will never be a day where you have more time than you have tasks. Never. Like, that is a delusion that we need to just surrender to, especially if you are a business owner. But frankly, if you are a corporate employee, that's going to be true, too. There will never be a day where there is more time than there are to-dos. So just surrender to that. Surrender to that realization. And surrender to and accept and believe that there are ways to achieve everything that you want, that I want, that we want. There is a way to achieve everything we want to achieve in our lives without beating ourselves into submission to achieve it. That's really the point of this episode. That beating yourself up, berating yourself, having expectations of yourself that literally never allow you to take your foot off the gas, that's not a life. And that is not worth your happiness. It's just not. I know sometimes, and trust me when I say I get this, I get this thing that we say to ourselves. I work two jobs. You guys know this. I have a day job and a business. I've had a day job in a business for years at this point because perhaps I wasn't in the mindset to take my business full time, but also because I intentionally wanted to build my business slowly because I wanted to build a business that I liked and that didn't run me into the ground and that didn't, you know, wasn't driven by me making decisions out of scarcity and out of what everybody else was telling me, but because I was building a business in the way I wanted to and the way that felt really good to me but I have two jobs. And frankly, ever since I started having a side hustle, I have needed to have two jobs to be comfortable. So I get that impetus and that motivation to say, but Ellen, it's not because I want to, it's because I have to. To have my job, I have to work the way I work. To have my business, I have to work the way I work. And my question to that is, do you? I think one of the, I've spent so much time reading about, you know, four-day work weeks and shortening our work week and working less. And I think one of my favorite things about that whole notion is that when we decrease the amount of time we force people to work, they have to adapt. Their systems have to adapt. They have to come up with more creative solutions for how to do things with more efficiency, Here's the thing. Parkinson's law is real. Parkinson's law says that work will expand to accommodate the time allowed. Meaning if you give yourself two hours to do something that could take 15 minutes, it's going to take you two hours. So we don't necessarily have to work as hard as we are working. It is not a requirement of your job. 
And I know I'm talking a lot about your job here, but this is something I find a lot of us as high achievers do for our goals too. We have these insane aspirations in our head for the goals we want to achieve and the timelines on which we quote unquote have to achieve them. You don't have to. There is an easier, softer, more practical, more realistic way to do this instead of beating yourself up into submission to achieve your goals. We do this with our workouts too. There's a better way to achieve health than beating yourself into submission to get fit, to get skinny, whatever it is that is in your head. There is a better and an easier way to do all of that shit. Maybe what you need to do instead is get a little creative. Stop asking for permission to use automations and applications and just start using them and show your boss or your corporation or your organization how efficient it has made you. Have the courage to do things differently and and play around with your efficiency and play around with how you can improve so that you can work less and live more. Dare to experiment. Dare to do things different. Because no job is worth your happiness. No job is worth you sacrificing your health, your sanity, your relationships, the very time on this earth that you have. No job is worth that. So you don't have to. Be willing to experiment. Be willing to do things differently. Be willing to try out systems that accommodate everything that's being thrown at you better. Be willing to test out third-party integrations and automations, whatever is going to help you to work more efficiently. If you do have one of those jobs that has just a chaotic amount of tasks being thrown at you and emails and chat requests and all that shit, if you have one of those jobs, it still doesn't have to be, but but Elle and I have to. It still doesn't have to be that. You just might have to get a little creative to do things differently, to be able to work less and live more. The busiest people still have come up with solutions for how to be more efficient. And you can too. It's not worth your happiness. What it is worth is doing a little bit of legwork to try to find systems that better manage everything that's coming at you in your life. I feel like I got into automations a lot at the end here, but that really is the takeaway that I want you to have, that there is no have to. There is no, but Ellen, I'm trapped and I can't do anything differently. And if that truly is the situation for you, once again, I would ask, is it worth your happiness? Is this job, the prestige, the paycheck, whatever this thing is that you feel trapped in, is it actually worth it? I always say, look up the ladder. If you look up the ladder at your company and your organization and everybody above you is miserable and strung out and overwhelmed and you don't want their life, then what are you doing? That is not worth your happiness to have a life that you don't actually want. That is honestly, honest to God, the thing that helped me make the decision to leave graduate school is I looked up the ladder at the people I was working with and I said, I don't want your life. I don't want your life at all. I want a life that's different. I want a life with more freedom, with more flexibility. I want a life that allows me to live. That's what's most important to me. And I'm willing to bet that that's what's most important to you too. So that's what I wanted to share today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time, my friend. Bye.